Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am talking to myself. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, people, everyone, it would be foolish to just say what a year it's been, because we all know that it's been a year. And I thought that today what I would do is just try to keep it short and sweet and just run through a real quick list of just random things I thought of that I think were positives that we could take away from the world in 2020. And now I made this list very quickly, just things that were kind of pinging through my brain. Um, and I'm sure there's things I've missed. Uh, and I also have some folks from the Cares A Lot Network, some of which you've heard of, some of which you haven't, uh, who have donated their voices towards the end of this podcast to share some things, share some positive messages from them. I haven't heard them yet, and I'm not going to hear them until after I put them into the timeline on Audacity, so it'll be a fun little surprise for me as well. So, without further ado, let's try to end on a nice note and go through all of the, well not all of, but many, <clears throat> excuse me, of the good things that happened in 2020 to hopefully find some things to look forward to in 2021, huh? Alright, so, some of them may be personal later, some of them are going to be more worldly, we'll see. First and foremost, the first thing I thought of that made me think to do this list, you're not going to believe it, it was the Match.com commercials where uh, the devil goes and meets the girl and they go, he says, are you 2020? And she goes, please call me 2020. And it's the devil dating a woman named 2020. Man, I made a Match account and trust me, it's not that super great to be quite honest with you, but I made it just out of respect for the commercials that they had. So funny, so original, so... What a great way to spin a bad situation. I thought it was great. Match.com commercials, you guys rock. Uh, the other thing I thought of just randomly, um, Tiger King. Now, uh, and that bitch Carol Baskin. Now, um, I didn't watch it. I don't plan to watch it. But I know that for a little while there, right as everything was real bad, uh, Tiger King was the thing everybody was talking about. And they loved it, and everybody was into it, and everybody was happy, and they were talking about something shared for once, and for a little bit there, just for a small amount of time, the world came to apparently hate one woman on there, or maybe a couple of people, together. And, you know, I thought there was something special about that. And The Offspring did a remake of Here Kitty Kitty, which eventually got taken down, but I loved it. It's such a catchy tune, and they did great, and I love The Offspring. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, speaking of TV shows, Umbrella Academy Season 2 came out this year, and holy shit, was it amazing. I'm super excited. Love the show. If you haven't seen it, you're missing out. It's wonderful. I would highly encourage you to go and watch it, and you have the privilege of watching both seasons back-to-back, if you so choose, on the flicks. Mm-mm-mm. Taking a sip. Let's see what else I got. Um, vaccinations. Let's just get that one out of the way. Not to undermine it, but there's a lot of other things to talk about. But vaccinations, the world, world scientists from across the globe work together with each other, communicating, putting all their brain power together to make this wonderful thing. You know, to, to, to work on a vaccine for everyone. And gosh, how cool is that? That, you know, much like, you know, as much as I hate to bring it up, terrorism before, people people banded together when they were like, oh, we have a common enemy, you know, and it was really cool that that happened, and, and, and just in record time, these things were happening, and I just thought, wow, how impressive is that as just a people, just a united people to do that, that's so cool. Um, and speaking of which, a friend of mine, good old buddy Zane, 
uh, told me about this program called, uh, I think it's called Folding at Home. Uh, it is a tool that lends your processing power from your computer to scientists who are working on cures for HIV and cancer and for COVID vaccinations. Um, you typically, you go on there and you lend power from your computer to them so they can run all these different simulations on drugs and, and germs and infections. Like, I just found out about that today. How flipping cool is that? That's so badass. That's metal AF, dude. Like, you can literally just turn on your computer and donate your processing power to help solve world problems. Like, how freaking cool is that? 2020, baby. Wow. Just wow. Holy crap. Um... Let's get this other one out of the way. This is a pretty big one. Donald Trump getting the fuck out of the office on January 20th. Yay! You know, I mean, we survived him. We got through it. A lot of bad things happened. But hey, voter turnout was ridiculous. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, what team you play for, whatever the frick you want to call it, voter turnout was crazy. Young people were out in droves voting. This was the highest turnout, I think, in American history. Not only that... But the charge was led by people of color. My God, black women especially brought so many people to the polls. How incredible is that? And speaking of that, black fucking lives matter. BFLM as I like to call it. Um, so many people wanted to be heard. That was a big part of why the voter turnout was so big. How cool is that? I mean, I know it all came from a bad place, but that's kind of my point. Is to take from all this bad, all this muck. That's just getting all up in our system and making our brains hurt and our hearts hurt and our stomachs hurt you know and and when you just you don't you've had enough and you want to be heard and you want someone to listen to you you know all these people came together all different colored people coming together to support this movement and to be heard and to and to solve all these injustices and to and to drive people to the polls like i thought that was just so powerful that people were just like we're tired you know and i know it all seemed like the world was coming to a head and and the world seemed like it was going to end but people just wanted to be heard, man. They just wanted to be heard. And 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 they were. And and we got it. So cool, man. Like I mean, I have never been more jonesed about social movements in my life than this year. And you know what? As bad as again, as bad as it all seemed, that's a huge takeaway, if at all you began to care more than you ever did. You know? Like I think that is the one thing that's so easy to forget because you do get frustrated by so many other things, which I won't talk about because that's not what this is about. It's so easy to forget that good things happened. Even if they came from bad reasons, good things came out of it. And I, I love that. It's so good. Like the voter turnout, especially with young people, so cool. Um, just amazing. And speaking of voting, Sarah McBride, first trans woman elected in the Delaware Senate. I think actually in the Senate in general, in American history. Huge. Absolutely huge. The, the 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 as I call them, the the Pride Warriors have been coming up, coming on to this whole thing pretty hard, and they want to be heard, and they're reaching out, and they're talking to people, and and their messages are getting across. More people are able to come out because they see more people in the world of politics and TV who are also coming out. Um, people are getting braver, uh, and seeing something like that, I think, is going to be so inspiring for so many people, especially if they're having that struggle where they don't they don't understand what's going on with them or maybe they don't know who to talk to i think that is such a big deal uh and there's so many more uh, people in the pride community that have gotten into different positions of political power uh god the number was huge i think as far as like registrations i think it was like over 120 uh don't quote me on that but it's something like that there's a lot of people a big number of people actually made it into these different political positions of power 
um, that that would have been possible 25, 30 years ago. Or you would have had to keep it secret. You know, like, it's so cool. Absolutely so cool. Um, let's see, what else? Let me look at my list. Let me look at my list. These are just ones that are throwing out. Um, a bit of a gear shift. Uh, you know what? Let's stick with politics just for one more second because I have another sheet of paper here. And this one says, of course, how could I forget? Kamala Harris. Uh, she has a Jamaican father and an Indian mother. First woman of color to be elected into the vice presidential, uh, or to be vice president. Um, and let's face it. I mean, she's going to be running the shit. She's going to be telling Joe Biden what the fuck to do. Let's be honest. You know, whether you love her or hate her, she wants to get results. She likes to get shit done. Um, and again, I think she's going to be a huge inspiration for a lot of little girls out there. Uh, maybe maybe even not just little girls, but but even little you know, young boys who just, you know, people of color. Or, or maybe just young white dudes like me who just like to, to see that the world is changing and that these things are possible. You know, I think no matter what way you slice it, there's inspiration there. And I think it's really exciting that our government or that our, our people took control of that part of the government for a second and said, this is what we want. You know, and, and for that to be the case and the people that are being elected, I think that a big shift is coming and we may get some pushback. We already did, but we prevailed. And I think it's just so inspiring to know that, that, that you were part of it and that you were there and that you witnessed history and you helped make it. And, and you know, who's to say what will happen next? But I mean, I, I, I think it's really easy to forget things like that. But these little things that look like little things because maybe the articles don't make as big of a deal about it or because news goes so quickly, it's easy to forget because you're on to the next thing already. But that's huge. And that's not going away. That is official. That's something that happened, that we made happen and we can make happen more and should happen more. Um, let's see what else I got. Uh, 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 over across the pond, we got... New Zealand, uh, they just they had a, a big political win that what's the equivalent of their liberal side won over there when all of the other parties, they have multiple parties over there, they combined their efforts to take down what would be their conservative party because the country was being run weird and housing projects were being messed up and, and payments and, and, you know, just uh, a lot of the political and economical structure of their cities were not working as efficiently as they could be and the people were unhappy and all these parties banded together so they could take them down and be like listen we things have to change we need to communicate better you know, i think it's huge now i'd be lying if i said i knew all the ins and outs but from what i've read and from my buddy azul who's been filling me in this was a pretty big win for new zealanders for the kiwis uh my hearts go out to all of you guys who put in the effort and you did it i know my heart goes out usually is like uh, what you say like to bad people or to bad situations but like my heart still goes out to you. Like I mean, I, just, I feel good for you. So you'd have my heart. You take it, Kiwis. Of all the ones I've met, you guys are awesome. Um, you know, uh, Juneteenth was made an official holiday despite all the other assholes trying to get rid of it and trying not to acknowledge it. Again, Black Lives Matter. Everything they went out, they marched, they talked about it, they they made their statements, they got on TV, they got on the internet, and bang, official holiday, June nineteenth. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I have so many lists in front of me. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Totally unrelated to uh, politics. Letter Kenny Season 9 came out December 26th, just a couple days ago. Love it so far. Now, admittedly, it's not like, you know, it's a little bit all over the place with the story, but I kind of like it. I like that it's just a lot of little episodic standalone things that are just funny. The wit is there. The comedy's there. Your favorite characters are there. And, ugh, man. It, it just it, it arrived at the right time, and that's what I needed. I almost said came at the right time, but I was worried it would come off dirty. 
so I didn't want to say it. But now I did. Dirty. Um, I mean, those are all the ones that came off the top of my head that I wrote down. I'm sure I'm missing a shit ton. Um, and uh, please, if you know any more, hit me on Twitter. Uh, at Adam underscore shares a lot. Let me know, like, hey, Adam, you missed this, you missed this, you missed this. I'm sure I missed a lot of things. These are just the ones that were just jumping around in my brain at the time. Uh, let's see, did I miss any more? Uh, oh, Kermit the Frog, uh, earlier in the year, came out of retirement. I don't even know if he's really retired, but he played his famous song, um, uh, The Rainbow Connection, in his home of the swamp. It was a beautiful message uh, that came at just the right time that we needed it. Uh, and it was beautiful, and if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's wonderful. And uh, the new voice actor is killing it, so um, props to everybody there. Um, let's see, on some personal news, I bought an Instant Pot this year, uh, and I've been using it more to make rice and to make soups and to make macaroni. And it's not always great because I'm still learning, but I like it, and it makes me feel like I'm cooking more, and, you know, it makes me feel more like, like an adult. Um... Let's see, what else? Um, I reforged some friendships this past year, uh, or at least continued to forge them by reconnecting with old friends and, and forming a little pod and meeting some new people while I was at it. Um, people who I can't imagine not having life without now. Um, it's been wonderful. Uh, you know, this podcast started because of 2020. I mean, like, I wanted to... When I knew things were looking like they were heading for a shutdown long before we actually did... Um, I thought to myself, you know what, I need to get out of my comfort zone, I gotta try something new, because chances are I'm gonna be stuck at it for a while. And on January 1st, on a Wednesday, and that's why this comes out every Wednesday, is I said, I'm gonna do it, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. Um, and that day, that particular day, into late into January 2nd, I recorded over 30 audio recordings for this podcast that I continue to use. I still have a few left, um because I wanted to make a change and ordinarily I don't make resolutions but I wanted to use just that the timing was perfect for me trying to get out of my comfort zone and try something new and get past this breakup I was going through and this has been everything that I hoped it would be even without all the huge popularity this the right people hear this at the right times and even for me just to be able to know I have this as a reference for people I've met and things that I've done and things that I was feeling at the time. It's just nice to know that I can always come back and listen to it and see how I was and how I can improve and talk to my future self and and let them know that things are going to be okay and that you made it through it before and you can do it again. Bang. Um, uh, the formation of Cares A Lot and the 24-hour live stream we did on Twitch on November 20th, 2020 was one of the most important things that I have done in my life. You know, I've done a lot of things, but this sparked something in me that I didn't know needed a bigger spark, and it happened. We did a 24-hour live stream. We raised over $1,000, which doesn't seem like a lot when you see bigger streamers do it, but that's a lot considering we knew next to no one. We barely knew each other. It was a group of strangers that got together and said, let's do some goddamn good in this world, and we did it, and we connected, and it was so damn fun. Uh, and I learned that I, I love learning the new technology and, and how the programs work. I've been more involved in trying to learn more about computers. I'm hoping to learn web program, website programming soon, uh, website construction rather, uh, and building a computer for the first time this year. It, it was, it was a trip. It was an absolute trip. And, um, I have met some of the most beautiful hearted, 
beautiful-faced and beautiful-hearted people that I've ever met in my life, uh, you know, and the main core people that I work with, you know, they're all splendid people. We've had some of them on the show. We've had Eric. We've had Azul. We've had Smosis. Uh, with Ian. There's also Zane and Nicola, who I hope you'll hear from next year as far as, you know, coming on the show. And Matt, who I gotta get in here. You guys haven't heard much about Matt yet. Um, and just so many others. Uh, it's been so wonderful about that. And, you know, whatever this group may or may not become, all I know is that I love the people in it. And they have already helped me get through some really, you know, weird times. And, and, and just to know that there's a group, a support group there is amazing and now i can't wait to meet them in person someday uh, across the country and across the world it's going to be amazing I, I i can't wait i'm so excited to learn how to travel better now just so i can see them uh you know uh, things are going to be changing regardless i don't care good things are coming um even you know i take it back better things even better things are coming um more good things are coming uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I have currently done over 100 days of Spanish lessons on Duolingo, which I've never done anything like that in my life. Now, I only do like five minutes a day on it, but that's still me keeping up my promise that I would keep doing it as I started it. Um, so I'm trying to keep the streak alive. Whether I'll keep it going or not, I don't know, but I've at least made it to 100 days, and I'm so proud of myself for that. Um, can I speak fluent Spanish? Absolutely not. I can read it actually pretty well, though. I mean, and I'm getting better at hearing it, which is good. I just need to practice speaking it more. need to get a speaking buddy for that. i got to get Jess back on it. Jess, we got to get back on practicing Spanish, yo. Um, maybe some flashcards. Let's see what else. Um, I think that's all the ones I can think of on top of my brain. Oh, also, there's the Role Players podcast, which led me to reconnect with Amy and to meet David. And Justin and I could have a creative project together which is something I've always loved doing with him. Um, and it's just really inspired my creative juices to keep flowing and to encourage other people to create. And it's actually a big catalyst for why my brain eventually wanted to do Cares a lot. You know, it's something I didn't realize at first, but the collaboration and the encouragement for creation is huge in my brain, and I love it. And, you know, I think that's where I feel the most at home is when I'm talking to people I care about truly to make something wonderful and um so i don't think any of those guys will ever hear this but amy and justin and david if somehow you ever find this episode and you listen to it just know that i appreciate you as well more than you could ever imagine um and i know you'll never say anything quite like that back to me because you guys don't have i don't say don't have but you don't like to express things that way but you said you say nice things in your own way and that's what i love about you um but, uh, and of course, my little pod, you know, we haven't had game night in a little while, but we had our little pod of people that game night all the time. And, uh, you know, um, Jess, I always appreciate that you'd host and let our little crew get together. It was always wonderful and uh, it meant the world to me that we could do it. Um, and, uh, you know, Kate, I know you'll never hear this and I hope to actually maybe you shouldn't. Uh, but, you know, I've enjoyed getting to know you better as well. And Jake, all of you guys. Uh, Chris, and, and, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just been lovely. It really has been. And, uh, and of course, Casey, Casey, if you ever hear this, uh, I'm glad that we met. I know we met under interesting circumstances and now you're the not girlfriend of my best friend or one of my best friends. And, uh, I'm super happy that I've had you in my life. So thank you, um, for, for being there. And, um, 
Finally, before I turn things over to just little clip, I don't know what this is going to sound like at the end, by the way. I haven't rehearsed how this should end. But um, lastly, I just want to say in general to everybody um, that it has been... I know that the year has been challenging, and I know that we have had a lot of loss and disappointment, but I please please try, if because I know I've forgotten a lot of things. There's a lot of things that happen in 365 days. Um, whether it's a personal victory, a, you know, a professional one, or, you know, just your favorite show, your favorite YouTubers, your, you know, wh- whatever it may be that you look forward to, or, or, you know, maybe you just got that one present that you wanted, or maybe you had a kid, or w- got a new niece, nephew, whatever. There's always something that you can find to feel positive about and to look past. And, and, and in this book I referenced, um, the um, the seven habits of highly successful people. Um, I've been reading through it slowly, just to practice. And the one thing that they reiterate over and over and over again is that you know there's reactionary people and proactive people. And reactionary people typically are the ones that just give in to whatever's going on and blame the stimulus. I can't do that because this thing, because that person, you know. Or you may not be able to control the stimulus. You may not be able to control the situation or all of the ebbs and flows of your life, but you can certainly control how you react to them and where you put that energy. And I know that's a tough skill, and I struggle with it too, but just know that you can, and I know that you have, and you can continue to do so whether it matters or not. Practice it on the little things, but you can do it. It's hard, but you can do it. Lately, I've been practicing with traffic. You know what? Traffic is slow. Or you know what? This guy's riding my ass. Or you know what? It's snowing out and I hate driving in the snow. Whatever it is. You know what? You can tell yourself that, you know, I can find a better way. I can talk myself down from this. I mean, you know, what are the positives here? Or, you know, what am I learning? There's always a way to spin how the energy comes from your brain and out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, there's always a way to tell yourself that there's a better way to react than what you're doing right now. Um, and it's okay if you mess up. Just apologize for it and keep on going. Um, no, but I hope that you're all safe. Uh, I'm looking forward to 2021. I don't know what to expect. Could be worse, could be better. Who knows? But all I know is I'm looking forward to better things. You know what? If we can find positives in 2020, then there's no fucking way we can't find positives in 2021. Whatever it is, you know, we we, we there's a lot to look forward to. And we got the vaccines rolling out now, and, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but thank you for being safe and for wearing your masks and for, you know, uh, being friends and, and reaching out to people and just being the good people that I know that you are and that you can be. Uh, it means the world to me whether I see you or not. That if you're listening to this, you must be a good person. You must be somebody who cares. You must be somebody who wants to learn. Um, and uh, I hope that you keep doing that. And I hope that, that that this year, if anything, has launched your mindset into being the productive person that you want to be and to making the changes that you want to make and so with that i'm going to turn it over to some of the folks from the cares a lot crew and have them send you their kind words of encouragement and positive takeaways from 2020 so take it away Og. hello this is eric aka fane ogram scar iron hands dour dwarf of the dark delves and deep depths I'm not one for saying nice things or often thinking happy thoughts, but I will say, you did it. You survived another year. 
And sometimes that perseverance and that determination is its own reward. So, on December 31st, every year at midnight, you can say, I did it again. Endurance is sometimes the greatest strength we have. And you can mark that moment because the past is behind you. The future is ahead with all its possibilities and travails. Hard roads, perhaps, but roads leading forward. And we can but try to make the road as simple and as bright as we can. For ourselves and for others. Light the way for others which follow. Pave the way for those who tread. And scout the path to help others who might hit the same pitfalls we did. Experience. You've got it. Because you beat another year. I hope that everyone finds their path, treads it carefully, and enjoys the journey, shares the tale with interested and rapt audiences, and comes to the next year with the same conclusion. I beat it. I can beat it again. I can endure. And I can conquer. Because in the end, the journey is the point. The destination? Simply a stop on the ongoing road. Enjoy the story. Hi Adam, it is me, Smoses. We don't know each other for a really long time, but well it feels like you and Azul are like my big brothers I never had. We got to know each other because of our love for cheesy and fake commercials. And we are now we are uh, an, an amazing team that wants to provide laughs and mental support for others. And without you, this team would have never happened. And I rather respect how much time and money you already put into this project of ours. But not only that, you also make two amazing podcasts on the side. The one I'm talking on right now. And, and a really funny one where we monster and very weak. Because I don't want to practice on for like the eternity. I'll get to my last point, which is, I don't know much about your past, but I've heard some snippets of it that sounded like really traumatic. And I just wanted to tell you how impressed I am that after all the stuff that probably happened to you, that you're still going strong like that and want to help people. So if you ever want someone to talk to about stuff in your past or other stuff, I'm here whenever you need me. Hi, my name is Ian Sharp, the Dungeon Master for The Mist Awaken, a D&D 5e Curse of Strahd show on Twitch, part of the Cares A Lot Network. And one positive thing I wanted to say about the year 2020, as dismal as it was, was that we saw a resurgence of board games in our homes, board games and puzzles, as well as the adoption of a lot of pets from nearby rescue centers. Hi, my name is Zane. I'm the Dungeon Master of the Sword and Quill podcast and stream. I'm also a game developer at Goodwolf Studio and one of the founding members of the Cares A Lot Network. A lot has happened this year. Um, it was difficult. I mean, we all know that. And it's easy to get dragged down by this. Um, I did too. But this also led me to find specific news that often get buried down 
because you know bad news are more interesting to the media so i want to share with all that has happened 20 things that went well in 2020 which i found on positive.news so one renewables had a record year two more people than ever had access to electricity three there was success for rewilding and species reintroductions. 4. Africa was declared free of wild polio. 5. The race to drive cars out of cities intensified. 6. Fossil fuel divestment gathered pace. 7. Efforts to improve diversity ramped up a gear. 8. Wildlife gardening was embraced with fresh enthusiasm. 9. Scotland made period products free for all. 10. Climate leaders won in the US elections. 11. There was positive news when it came to HIV and AIDS. 12. There were a host of animal baby booms. 13. UK smokers quit in their highest numbers in a decade. 14. Deaths caused by terrorism fell for the fifth consecutive year. 15. Progress was made in tackling malaria and tuberculosis. 16. Kazakhstan became 88th nation to formally commit to abolish the death penalty. 17. Saudi Arabia and Palestine banned child marriage. 18. There was progress when it came to the LGBTI rights. 19. There was a big acceleration in national climate pledges. And 20. The coronavirus vaccine became the fastest vaccine to ever be developed. If you want to read about the details of those 20 good news, you can find the article at tinyurl.com goodnews20 with the number, not the word. So I want you to work on focusing on the good things because there are always good things in the world. If you want to stay on, on top of these things, there is positive.news and also goodnewsnetwork.org to focus on things that went right in the world and deserve to be recognized. So stay wonderful and a happy 2021. See you. Hello everyone, this is Azul from Don't Forget Your Towel and Kindvaddle Podcast as part of the Cares A Lot Collective. 2020 has been a hard year for a lot of us and things may still be quite hard at this very moment for you all. But there's also been so much good going on that, well, we all kind of forget for 2020. For example, the creation of the COVID vaccine was the fastest vaccine created ever in the history of mankind. That's pretty impressive. And one that's especially apt for Americans is that this year's election saw the most voters since 1900. And that's with a freaking pandemic going on. That's honestly, you guys are amazing. I just want to say that if nothing else, 2020 heralds a change and a change that has you and me and basically everyone else at the eye of its storm with human connection and individual voices being more important than ever. It's our time to quote Goonies from ages ago, you know? It's the people's time and it's our time now. Basically, I sincerely believe that we've gotten through the worst and all that's to come is, well, getting through the rest. And I think 
compared to what you've done this year, what all of you have gone through and survived and managed to, well, keep your heads high and get through, what's to come won't be as hard. You guys got this. You all have. And we're all here together with each other. So I wish you the best of holidays, the best of times, and the best 2021 that you can ever hope to get. I love you all, we all love you, and the Chaos Lot Collective is always here for you. And with that, we'll see you all next year. Hi guys, it's Erin from Don't Forget Your Towel as part of the Chaos Lot Collective. I just want to wish you all Happy New Year and send good vibes for everybody. I know it's been a weird year, a hard year, but we should all feel proud that we've all gotten through it together and look forward to building back better, to making change, and to uh, embracing normality again, hopefully. So yeah, I really just send you all good vibes and well wishes, and hope that you have an amazing 2021. And with that, my friends, from the top of my brain to my bum and then some, I hope that you are taking care of your mind taking care of your heart, and most importantly, taking care of each other. Happy New Year.